The following episode contains spoilers. If you don't want me to ruin the movie for you, pause this podcast and come back when you've seen the movie. From this point on, everyone is at their own risk. Sincerely yours, Management. Welcome everyone to Lights Camera Podcast, a program dedicated to all those cinema lovers. I'm Sofia Erler and I'm glad to be one more episode here with you. In this episode, we'll be talking about The Devil Wears Prada, the movie that's based on the book published in 2003 by Lauren Weisenberg of the same title. As always, I invite you to get comfy and grab some snacks. With no further ado, let's get down to this episode. In New York, the simple and naive just graduated in journalism Andrea Sachs is hired to work as a second assistant of the powerful and sophisticated Miranda Priestley, the ruthless and merciless executive of the Runway Fashion Magazine. Andrea's dream is to become a journalist and faces the opportunity as a temporary professional challenge. The first assistant, Emily, advises Andrea about the behavior and preferences of their cruel boss, and the stylist, Nigel, helps her to dress more adequately for the environment. Andrea changes her attitude and behavior, affecting her private life and their relationship with her boyfriend, Nate, her family, and friends. In the end, Andrea learns that life is made of choices. Okay, this is another one of those movies that you must have seen, and if not, at least heard of. You know, it's been, we're in what, episode 5? And if you have no idea what I've been talking about for the last 5 episodes, then I seriously suggest you get out from under the rocks that you're living in. Seriously. And just before I get into the whole movie thing, a quick shout out to my brother. Happy birthday to my dear, dear brother. I love you so much and you're awesome. So let's get back to the episode. This marvelous movie is directed by David Frankel, also known for directing Marley and Me, Collateral Beauty, and directing two episodes for the new series, The Morning Show. It also features a great cast such as Meryl Streep, Anne Hathaway, Emily Blunt, and Stanley Tucci. This movie was nominated for two Oscars, Best Actress, which was Meryl Streep, who lost against Helen Mirror for The Queen, and Best Costume Design, Patricia Field, who lost against Milena Caronero for Marie Antoinette. It was also nominated for three Golden Globes for Best Motion Picture in the Musical or Comedy category, which lost against Dreamgirls, the Best Supporting Actress, which was Emily Blunt, who also lost against Dreamgirls' Jennifer Hudson, and Best Actress in a Leading Role, which was Meryl Streep, and actually won because it's Meryl Streep for crying out loud. So, this film is like the perfect expose of the fashion industry in New York, and how this kind of job can be very consuming, whether you're a fashion enthusiast or not, and I have a lot of points I want to highlight, so... From the beginning of the movie, they show us how Andy isn't a fashion girl, with all the montages, comparing her to the runway models, and how different they both are. This is something that I think the film needed to do in order to show her transformation throughout the movie. Also, the fashion industry is hard, a hard thing to work and survive in. And this is confirmed in the scene where Andy goes to lunch and Nigel explain to her how sizes and what you eat are crucial in this kind of industry. A phenomenon that we see today 
not as much as before, but it's still there. Every size, every calorie counts if you're a model or like Andy, just an assistant in certain industry. Now, one message we clearly get is that no one, absolutely nobody, not even you who thinks that fashion is nothing, I mean, no one can escape fashion. When they're doing the dress tryout right after the lunch scene, Andy laughs because these people can't decide on two belts that seem identical to her, and Miranda, upset about what Andy just did, starts explaining how everything we wear, whether we care how we look or not, represents fashion, represents millions of dollars invested in employees to be able to select and make whatever we wear. Which as I mentioned, no matter if you, don't, if you don't like fashion or if you like to dress up perfectly or not, no one can run away from fashion. It's there. One thing that makes this movie feel iconic are three elements. The montages, the music, and the clothes. We're in New York for God's sakes. One of the capitals of fashion. Now, I just love the way they always show with the whole New York environment, the whole movement and panorama of the city. The use of full American and half shots to show the detail of the outfits worn by the characters is just great. And I think that it makes this movie a great exponent of fashion and really brings out that whole fashion industry New York is known for. Now. I want to talk about a little a, a little bit about the dilemmas that happen throughout this film. Because as you know, it's not all rosy. First, we have Miranda's divorces. A very important point of this film, you know? It's important for the film to show us everything that involves the powerful people of big companies or industries. And in the movie, one of the most affected is Miranda Priestly, because apparently being ruthless and being feared is, isn't everything, you know? She's very involved in her work, in her career, which doesn't give her time to be with her family, which led to multiple divorces. But we still see that Miranda does care for her daughters, but not enough to leave work, which I'll explain this in a moment. Second is the famous freaking trip to Paris. Normally in a job, people with more years or more seniority in the same are those who have the priorities and benefits over the new people or people who have very little time in the job. But in other places, it's not like that. In these, it's like if you do your job well, you will be rewarded or have the same benefits. And this is what happens with Andy and Emily. Andy was starting to do her job well, and so she was offered to take the trip to Paris. In a moment, I'll also explain how point one and point two are related, okay? And third, there's an analogy I, I really go by. I really think that it applies. It's that if Miranda were a man, nobody would criticize her. They will only see how well she does her job. And this is something very true. Miranda is often accused of being manipulative, ruthless, and a monster, so on and so forth. But think about it. 
you know, at least back in the early 2000s, a woman couldn't be bossy because she would seem like a threat. I know times have changed and maybe it's not like this now, but there are certain uh, situations where it is. Like Miranda, women who are bossy and take the reins of things are basically eaten alive. So I do strongly believe in this. And now, here comes the fusion of point one and point two. Segment we'll call the crossover of shit between Miranda, Nigel, Andy, and Emily. And we'll call it like this because I can and because I want to. Let's go. <laughs> As we know, Nigel went to celebrate with Andy the fact that he was going to be James Holt's partner. You know, a partnership with which Miranda was supposed to recommend him for. But in the end, she ended up entrusting freaking Jacqueline Foyer, you know, her frenemy. And that was all a very elaborate plan. So she can save her own freaking skin. So that she could continue being the editor-in-chief of Runway Magazine. Lady, the balls you have. The balls. And if you think about it, Andy did kind of like the same thing. When it came to choosing where, whether or not to go to Paris, you know, a lot of the times I saw this movie, because I've seen it like a trillion times, I always told myself, this can't be Andy's fault. Miranda basically blackmailed her, telling her that if she didn't go to Paris, she would ruin her career as a journalist. But in the car scene, you know, where Miranda and Andy are talking, Miranda says, Sometimes I see a great deal of myself in you. To which Andy tells her that she couldn't do what she did to Nigel. To which Miranda says, But you already did. To Emily. From where Miranda proceeds to tell Andy that life is full of decisions. And if you think about it, it's true. Andy went to the trip to Paris to save her own skin. Just like Miranda made that move on Nigel to save herself. Which makes Miranda a more a person more involved in her work and Andy more like Miranda. Something that was pretty obvious and I, I feel very neutral about is the ending of the movie. You know, it's your typical Hollywood ending. Miranda gives Andy a somewhat good recommendation for a job at the New York Times. And Andy gets her dream job and she makes up with Emily and her freaking stupid boyfriend, Nade. And everyone's happy, you know? It's your typical happy ending. I'm very neutral about this. What I'm sure about this movie is that it shows us everything that happens behind closed doors in the business world. Here it's fashion, but let's take a look at it in a more general way. We live in a pyramid where people will do whatever it takes to save themselves and are desperately consumed by their careers. I'm not saying everyone, but the vast majority of people. Now the question is, are you one of those people? Will you give up all your principles, your family, and your friends for your career? And now I'll give you the rates given to this movie. IMDb gave it a 6.9 out of 10, Metacritic gave it a 62%, 
and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 75%. What do you think? So that's it for this episode. I hope you liked it. And what did you guys think about this movie? Was it good? Bad? Meh? Did you like it just as I liked it? Because I, I do believe this is a great exponent of movies, you know, in general, this uh, movie is considered uh, a classic movie, a movie I think everyone has seen. So I hope you really liked it, guys. Remember to follow Lights Camera Podcast on Instagram and Facebook to be notified of new content, to give your opinions or decide what other movies or series I should talk about. Thank you very much for listening and we'll tune again next week. Take care, drink lots of water, and keep consuming cinema. Bye!